Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to tell you about this wonderful product that I've recently discovered. Companies offer to send me products for free to try it out. And I'm always a little resistant because I don't want to take things that I don't need or want. But when Canuda reached out to me, I was intrigued because they were offering me a pillow that had been researched and designed ergonomically by no other than a physical therapist. Woohoo! It has been tested and proven for over 10 years and already loved by more than 2 million customers worldwide. Well, you can add me to that 2 million. I love it. It is the first ever pillow to incorporate physical therapy techniques like cranial sacral, where it relieves neck pain and induces a proper sleep position. You can lie on your back or side. I usually end up on my side and I still wake up feeling great because this quality memory foam supports my skull and the cervical spine. So you don't wake up with those cricks in your neck. I, like so many of you, have struggled to find that perfect pillow that really supports me in different positions. And this is it. You've got to try it. If you've tried to arrange your products in the past and nothing has seemed to work, try Canuda. And we have a discount. So go to the show notes to get a coupon and get that discount at CanudaUSA.com. I'm in love with this pillow and I can't wait for you to try it. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A, where you all ask the questions and we answer. I am joined by my lovely and fearless co-host, Kristen Williams, physical therapist and senior lit teacher. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi, Laura. Hi, honey. So let's start off with, this is from Impots 2 You and Kristen are such inspirations, and I know that you are both over 40. Yes, we are. Can you tell me how lit has helped you age well? Hmm. You want to I'll start? start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I have probably the most recent. Uh, you've been doing lit for many more years than I have. And I mean, it shows in, in Laura's amazing. Uh, you know, for me, I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is um, since I, I've been doing lit now, I've been teaching lit for seven years, probably been doing it for nine, a solid nine. And um, the biggest changes I've seen in my body is just better balance stronger core and just a, an unbelievable awareness to just how I'm feeling day in and day out. 
I hold myself taller. People always comment on my posture. People have often, you know, have told me that before, but it's much more regular now. You know, oh, you, as soon as they find out that I'm a yoga teacher, oh, well, that makes sense that you teach yoga, you know, because because of your posture. So um, I think it keeps me feeling young because lit yoga is not easy. Like, and I really realize and I thank you for your sweet compliment, but like, Laura, we are badasses. Like we are in <laughs> really good shape. And I realized that as I, as I've, you know, I've taught collegiate athletes, yoga, lit yoga. I've taught high school, middle school athletes, lit yoga. The struggle is real people. Like what we're doing, it, this, it is safe, sustainable yoga, but it's not easy. It really, really challenges the body in those areas that we normally don't challenge ourselves. So I am stronger. I am more um, effective and at, at expending energy. I just feel like my energy is through the roof because of lit. Whereas I don't know that I felt that way before, where it's no big deal for me to work, 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 because I just have this constant well of energy. And I think it's because I'm so strong. That's my thought. Um, what about mm. you, Laura? I agree. I love all you said. I, I echo that. I mean, and yeah, I don't really have a, you know, barometer to measure it against because I have been living it for a long time, but yeah, I feel like my inner, when I compare people to my age and I'm now 52 or, you know, even after 40, like you mentioned, I, I do see that I'm like you, I feel like I have a lot of energy. So I don't have moments. I don't feel like I need to rest per se, because I'm tired. I just want to rest because I want to restore, which I think is very different. You know, it's, it's a, um, acknowledgement that I've worked hard and now I want to rest, but I'm not, it's not because I'm exhausted, you know, or because I've just not held on to my energy. So I definitely think the energy thing is huge. Um, I feel like my discipline has paid off because now I can, I've grown this company and I've grown my business, but I also have energy for my family. And I, those are, those are things we don't, always recognize, I think. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that's huge. I think, you know, people are like, oh, you do a lot. And I'm like, yeah, but if you have a lot of energy, you can do a lot. Like you can get a lot done. And that isn't about being busy or being productive. It's just about being present. And I think that's really what lit does is it, it is challenging. And because it's challenging, you have to be present, you know, unlike so many other forms of exercise or even yoga. Uh, you can kind of like space out or kind of just flow and not really, but we're, we're actually saying, no, we want you to pay attention in this moment. And then this moment and this moment, and you're doing that through your nervous system, through the vehicle of your body. And the payoff is that, as you feel like I always talk, you know, I mean, you do too. It's like, you feel high. You feel like I just took a big shot of whatever. I don't know the natural drug. And I know on the days that I don't practice, there is some residue of that, but it isn't the same. You know, like I do, I'm not my most awake self. And I don't just mean like awake, like not sleeping, but like really clear. And so I think the clarity of um, that, that, that the challenge gives you. And I also feel like courageous, you know, courageous to make decisions that 
maybe 20 years ago, I wouldn't have even thought about making. Um, and that fearlessness that is not, um, that is really from the reward of work, not from like a recklessness, but like, I feel courageous to try things, whether it's business-wise or professional-wise or improving my my behavior, you know, like as a spouse, as a parent, like I'm more courageous and not feeling so stagnant or static. Like there's always that feeling of potential for change. And I think that um, that's what energy is. Energy is there's a stored potential for change and that can be in your body, in your behavior. And so all of that. And I do feel like, I mean, again, I know because I have my, my aura ring, but like my heart rate, all my HRV, all that is like as if I was some kind of collegiate runner and I'm not. <laughs> you are so superhuman. I, so I can, really I can fool somebody with like that. Sometimes I'm like, am I a vampire? It's like 43 <laughs> resting heart rate. But um, yeah, I think, I, th- I think it does all that. And the other great thing now that we're like, just since we were asked the question, but um, the other great thing is I've like you, I feel balanced. Like I don't, I'll have some times where I feel a little sore or whatever, but I don't like, feel like I'm beating myself up. My, I'm not beating up my body and being like, oh my God, I can't move my arm or my, you know, I'll feel like, woo, that was like, I did a lot of stuff working the hip yesterday, but it's not, it's like a good thing. It isn't like that kind of, and I definitely in my prior yoga life before I uh, created this, I definitely had that. Like I would wake up and like my quads would be like crying, you know? And I'm like, wait, this doesn't seem like yoga should be doing that to me. So yeah, I think it does all these great things. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I wake up without pain. Like I, I, I really, my heart breaks for people who, who feel pain all the time. Cause I'll get little nag, you know, I get little niggling yeah. injuries that, you know, every now and then will, and I know when that happens, it's when I'm distracted or when I'm, when I'm not focused, like I should be. Um, and then I'm like, Kristen, come on, you know, but the good thing is I can, I've always knock on wood, been able to treat myself with, with my yoga practice. I really do believe in what we do. I use it as a treatment strategy for myself. It, I think it helps keep me young for that reason, because I'm not dealing with pain. Pain is exhausting. Pain ages you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you're not in pain, you're not grimacing. You're not, you know, that, that posturing of pain. You're just like, bring it, let's go. And, you know, I think that it reflects in your eyes in in every aspect of your life. Great, great question. Great question. I will add one more thing if you weren't convinced yet. Um, (laughs) The adaptability. So I was in New York City and I was walking and I looked up because I love to look at like buildings and I literally ran into a curve. Like I was walking on the street and there was a massive curve. Like it wasn't just like a little curve. And I literally am like walking, looking at something and I run into it. I trip. Like I'm like going forward at a missile like speed. And, you know, it was so funny. I would have liked to have that on camera. Cause it's like, da, 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 boom. and I like, but I didn't fall. It was weird. Like my foot immediately goes forward. I land and I just stand upright and I'm, and this guy looks at me, he's like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, it was because I was accelerating fast because I was going and then my foot hit. And so like that kind of thing, and I, I'm sitting here not thinking anything about it. Like, I think that that quick reflexive adaptability is huge. And then I didn't, 
like fall on my face that I didn't like strain something. It just, I just had this moment like, whoa, okay. Don't look up that when you're walking across the street. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is it's oh I know. And the guy was so funny because he was like, but he was like, whoa, like, wow, you really caught yourself. That could have been a total disaster. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I swear, I do that a lot, especially when I'm, when I'm like running and I'm not paying attention, I'll hit a tree root. I know. And I'm I mean, thinking like we I, stand on our hands and I yeah. can't even walk on a city. Street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I don't, I don't bite it. And mm-hmm. I think to myself, not only am I surprised I didn't fall, but I'm also surprised I didn't like jack up my butt, but I know, I know it's because I'm just like, I'm like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. and that's how I felt. I thought it was like squirrel. Okay. I just like, <laughs> I, I wasn't even thinking about that leg went out and I caught yeah. myself and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. It was so I, that just came to me because this literally just happened. And I thought, uh, you know, thank goodness that I have those kind of like, like you said, like cat, like reflexes. Uh, and we talk a lot about this on the mat. Like you know, we get on our knees, we get on our hands, we get on our forearms, but we don't really load them because it is like a cat is lightly walking. And that's how our, if our bodies are light, that means our energy going back to energy is up in the center of our body, not down. Like if my energy was down, I would have totally like probably busted my chin open or something, but I was like, you know, and that's anyway. So adaptability can, and energy cannot be like if that is a potion that is, there is no dollar sign on that. That is, it is like, um, what do they say? And what do they say when you say the no dollar sign? Priceless. Oh, priceless. That's priceless. Yes, priceless. Right? Well, and I you, bet like 25 years ago, you probably would have bid it. I know oh, like I I'm did. Done, I, I have done that because 25 I didn't years ago, I did. I was running and I, I hit like a tiny Dude. little thing and fell really hard on my ribs. And I remember like, oh my gosh, I could have broken something. And it was just, yeah, my, my energy was just forward, Yep. but my responses were not. Yeah. Like, totally. so we're going to be like in our nineties, <laughs> like little cats. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we want to age well, like cats. All right. Yeah. That was a long answer to your very, very sweet message. And I, hopefully you guys are enjoying our response to that. All right. So Julia Galbraith yoga. We know Julia, more core tips for long torsos, pelvis and ribs feel far away from each other, especially in handstands. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a long torso girl. I was going to so say, can you can that. talk. That yeah. is all me. You know, where, where I, I don't feel it in the handstand. I feel it getting into the handstand. I do think for we long torsoed people, especially long torso with like average hamstring length, you know, that's a, it's a long distance from my shoulders to my hips. So when I'm in like a standing L or a three-legged dog going into a handstand, it's a little bit more difficult for me to do the, the lean in. Now I've gotten much better at it. I think because I've developed my deep core and I'm more aware of how to pull up, but especially when I was first trying, it felt like a thousand miles between where my butt was and where my hands were because not only is my torso long, but my, my hamstrings are not, you know, they're, they're within normal limits of flexibility, but not hyper flexible. So the biggest thing that I started doing was really talking to my pelvis. So if we're talking about handstands, I, I started 
thinking about where my pelvis was in space. Stop thinking about your feet because, you know, we do have a longer torso. I don't think that means that we necessarily have to um, grip in the core or do anything different there. But I do think that there's a longer distance between our brain and our pelvis. So I really started, I would literally, for handstands, I would push off with the, with the, with the push off leg and think pelvis. And like, I would say it in sometimes out loud pelvis, just so I would listen to where that was because you can still keep the pelvis in line. It's, it is just a, there's a longer trajectory per se from where we travel with a longer torso, taller people, blah, blah, blah. But I do have long arms to go with it. So I think that balances out a little bit, but, you know, really work on connecting to your core. So the reset is huge. If you're, you know, if, if you're really working on your handstand, you know, get into that reset. So you really start talking to your abdominals as well. But the conversation for me with the pelvis was absolutely where I had to start. Otherwise my long torso can be really bendy. And so if I wasn't aware of where my pelvis was, then I was usually talking to my feet. So my feet would beat my pelvis and then suddenly my core is not involved. So by really keeping that line, that triple S for lack of a better term, but that's exactly what it is. You know, scapula, shoulders, uh, sacrum, scapula, uh, skull, scapula, sacrum. By where's my pelvis going? Where's the sacrum ending up that contain the core? And I don't feel, I think that really, I don't feel like my long torso is as big of a problem because I, I, I have a good conversation with my body now. I have better body awareness. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. And I would add to that um, from people that I have seen with this struggle is m- really capitalize on that in a different way. So for instance, long torso people can do like an L-sit much easier than long-legged people with a short torso because you've got a lot... You know, so, and that kind of compression, they call it compression drills, because that's going to get you into the area that you're talking about, KB, is that practice thinking of your pelvis and then think about doing not, not like a full L sit. So if you're not, don't know what I'm talking about. It's like when you're on your butt and your legs are out and you put your arms down and you pull your pelvis back. And you could also do that like in a table, like pull your, but that's the pull into your waist, that deep pit of the belly that you want. And you'll feel like people, like for me, doing an L-sit feels like torture because I have a short waist and long legs. But for you with a longer waist, you can really get that pelvis back and maybe even lift your legs up and connect a lot to that same angle that you're going to have in your handstand. So you could just kind of play around with it and practice again. I'm sure, Kristen, you can test to this, like down dog on the wall and really feel the connection of the pelvis over the shoulders, really just get that brain mapping in because that can help out a lot. Yeah. All right. McCray, I think that's what it is. McCray one, does yoga help neuropathy of the foot and or hands? Any particular movement for the digits? So I guess you have neuropathy or you're just asking about it. You want to start with that one? Yeah, well, you know, neuropathy is an interesting thing because it really depends on what's causing your neuropathy. Um, so for people who don't know what 
neuropathy. It's a pathology of the nerves. And so a lot of times we will see neuropathy being caused by, say, diabetes or, you know, some sort of um, nervous system or autoimmune type issue. Uh, Is yoga going to change that? Not all of it. So, and the reason I want to say that is, you know, think of your nerves as, you know, long telephone wires, and there's a lot of connections to those nerves and the brain. And it's, so can we improve upon symptoms associated with neuropathy from secondary impingement, secondary type of movement dysfunctions, um, secondary and by secondary, I mean not the root cause, which might be a diabetes or something, an MS or, you know, whatever that, that, that might be causing an actual neuropathy. So my answer is possibly, probably that I think that it can improve your symptoms because you can really learn to get stronger in other areas, whether it's, if it's, if it's in the hands, you know, how strong is your shoulder girdle? How, you know, uh, how strong is, are your hips and your ankles? If it's your feet, you know, what, where can we strategize? How good is your brain mapping, um, to give you other types of input because, you know, neuropathy in and of itself, I would argue can't be changed by yoga, but the symptoms of it can be affected affected by it. Does, does that make sense, Laura, what I'm getting across here? Yeah, absolutely. I I agree because, you know, unless you know why that neuropathy is there. And like you said, if you have an like other condition, um, that, you know, is, is setting that up, that that's a little different, but if it's a neuropathy based on decreased blood flow or some kind of impingement, yes, you, you would work kind of up the chain, but you could also weight bearing is, 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 like for carpal tunnel, let's say it's not quite neuropathy, but you can have neuropathic type of symptoms in there. It can actually paradoxically help to get weight bearing on there. A lot of people want to not weight bear. They kind of want to just be really protective and not do anything. And that's actually because when you weight bear, you're increasing. I mean, you have a lot of proprioceptors and nerves in the distal areas of your body, hands, feet, toes, fingers, you want to work on that because what you're trying to do is like perk them up because there is some kind of dysfunction happening and weight bearing is using what's naturally there. You've got ground reaction force, that energy coming up, your proprioceptors perk up more when there's, when there's weight bearing on them versus just hanging, you know, just hanging your hands, say with neuropathy in the hands is not going to help. (laughs) So weight bearing is going to help strengthening the shoulder girdle, freeing up your neck, what's going on up all the way up there. I mean, I know it's not quite the same as neuropathy, but I have, um, rain outs, which is my fingers get like white cold and what I, they never do when I'm weight bearing. They just don't like when they do is when they're still and they're hanging out, obviously cold weather provokes it. So you're, you're going to have some factors that are outside of your control, like the weather. So what you can control, and this is what I think you're asking is what can you do? Like, so I start moving my hands, I start rubbing them and then I wait there. And those it's like right away, I get that sensation. And I do the weight bearing always if I'm able to, 
because sometimes the rubbing just helps a little bit, but they're still really numb feeling. So that helps me. And my, it, it has gotten a lot better over the years. It used to be when I first moved up to the Northeast, it was bad in the winter. Like I literally have to put my hands under hot water because it felt not so numb. And it's, it's, that's a hereditary thing. I mean, there's nothing going on in my neck. It's just my mother had it, grandmother, all the way chain. So there's something about like our peripheral blood flow. It's just, and then it has that kind of, maybe we're meant to be in the tropics. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, maybe I should move to the tropics because it doesn't happen there. It's definitely cold weather provoking. But I think the point is that um, there's going to be conditions that are outside of your control, but the things you can control is strengthening the shoulder, look up the chain, if it's your feet, same thing, and then get them moving and get them weight bearing. Like, again, if I had some, you know, neuropathy that was not related to, again, like diabetes or something, and I went for a run and my feet were numb, they're going to, they're going to wake up, right? Because of the movement and the ground reaction force, um, much more than if I was just sitting and letting them. So hopefully that helped rubbing helps rubbing the feet, rubbing, stretching, you know, if, if it's in your hands, not only you can stretch your fingers lightly as well as stretch your wrist, mobilizing your forearm. Just, just think of all the different, there's a ton of joints in our hands and our feet make up more than half, like the feet alone are about half the joints of the body. You know, so there's a lot of joints in here that you can mobilize to help that out. Yeah. Any other add-ons? No, I think we hit that one. I think we did. We we had some really robust answers to your questions today. <laughs> As always, these were wonderful and we love hearing. There's so many diverse questions out there. So you can ask us anything as this person at the very beginning asked about um, how, you know, we're aging with lid and, you know, no holds bar. You can ask and we can always choose not to answer, but please do write us on Instagram. I'm Laura.Hyman and Kristen is KB Williams 99. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Always a pleasure. And as always, we are pulling for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.